Hello, it's Callum and Fred again with episode three of Blasters and Booze. Blasters and Booze. So, Fred, you're going to kick us off now. You want to talk a little bit about last yes. week? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So last week we discussed uh, One Division. Did some ruminating on oh, maybe we'll talk about it every week to keep people in the know. Uh, and then we realised that Wednesday every week, you know, like four or five days after the episodes aired, a little bit late. So what we're going to do instead is we're going to have an entirely separate, like, mini podcast, probably going to be 15 to 20 minutes long, just talking about this week's episode of WandaVision, or last week's episode, I suppose. We're going to try and upload it uh, Saturday or Sunday. It'll come up within a day or two of the episode of WandaVision. First episode should be up this weekend, and it'll be detailing episode two and uh, three, and then we're also going to release a separate one for episode four. Yeah, I think I got everything covered there. Yeah, Callum. definitely got everything covered. Everything covered. Wonderful. And you're going to kick us off, aren't you, friend? I am. But first, oh. but first, what are we drinking first. today, Callum? Today we are back on, formerly known as Oliver Cromwell, <laughs> Grayson's London Dry Gin from Aldi because it's nine quid a bottle. It's nine ninety nine. Actually, <laughs> I was unpleasantly surprised. It's a quid more than you told me, Callum. I'm sorry, but do you know what? It's a week before payday, and it's all that we can afford. That's very true. I mean, it's all we buy anyway. Even yeah, when we could have. Oh yeah. Regardless, yeah. Let's get into it. I am going to start us off talking about what was recently announced, a new Star Wars game that's going to be made by Ubisoft, more specifically by Massive Entertainment, and it's an open world title. Do you know anything that Massive Entertainment have done before, Callum? No. Because as you can see on the screen here, I've got a big fuck-off list of things that they've done before. And I reckon, oh, no, no, Far Cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to ignore uh, most of them. I'm just going to go with stuff that they've developed in the last decade, the most relevant... Um, Assassin's Creed Revelations, Far Cry 3, and Clan is the Division 1 and 2. Don't. Let's, <laughs> let's not miss out Just Dance now. I specifically dodged that one, Callum. <laughs> okay, maybe that's also... what Just Dance is missing lightsabers. I mean, that's true. However, it doesn't illustrate my point, which is pretty much all of the games that they've made in the last decade have all been open world titles Far Cry, Assassin's Creed, The Division. Which gives me hope for the fact that they're developing the open world Star Wars game. Mm. That fills me with hope. However, the most recent game they made, Tom Clancy's The Division 2, it was it was real close to being a great game. Really, really close. The things that kind of let it down was that it was really quite grindy. Um, and as a story, it wasn't a strong title. Right. They kind of build The Division as a game that's like, yeah, it's a good single-player game that you can play with friends, and that makes it easier and different and fun in different ways. You can do different stuff. But uh, it it really, for me anyway, that's not how it played. It was too grindy. It was basically every mission was the same thing. Go into a building, shoot some enemies, pick something up or kill a specific enemy, leave. Oh, look, you fixed a part of uh, New York or Washington in uh, Division 2. I think it's Washington. Um, but I don't think they're going to make a Star Wars game in the same way. Have you played any of the divisions, Callum? No, I haven't. I've got. I was always told that there was something that you had to play with other people. And um, when I play video games, it's mainly to get away from other people. Yeah. So it doesn't quite appeal to me. No, yeah, I know what you mean. It's, and I'm I'm kind of struggling, just wrapping my head around Ubisoft, mate. Like, well, Massive Entertainment specifically making this. Um, but when I look at Far Cry and Assassin's Creed Revelations. I really enjoyed both of those games. Yeah. I know you haven't played Far Cry 3, have you? No, not all the way through. I've played bits here and there, but I know it's yeah. widely known as the best of the Far Cry series. It's, it's amazing. It's really, really good. I've got it on my computer. You need to play it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I don't think... I'm not, I'm not saying that I think Star Wars is going to be like these games, mm. but it gives me hope. I'm most worried it's going to be like The Division. I really hope they don't just make Star Wars... Well, I really hope they don't just make The Division with a Star Wars skin, because that would suck. How would you feel about if they went with a with a Far Cry, like a first-person Star Wars game? Okay. Sort well, of like... Well, I know the image you have in your head is first-person lightsaber swinging. Yeah. But we don't know that it's following Jedi. I hope so. I kind of hope not. And not because I don't like Jedi, because I really do. I really, really do. But Star Wars has such like an astoundingly big library of lore it's such a massive universe and every, pretty much every single piece of star wars content that we've had over the last like 20 years has all just kind of been around this same small area of star wars lore yeah and it'd be really nice to see it branching off and exploring some different aspects of the star wars universe which i really really hope they do and mm. now 
I do have a couple of quotes here that I found from uh, some of the developers or from the uh, Ubisoft higher-ups. Um, one of them here saying, We truly look forward to creating something totally different from what we've done in the past while upping the bar from the industry. And that seems to point to the fact that they're going to try and do something new and it's not going to be The Division. Now, this is very, very early on in development. Things can change. It might end up being not totally new. Hmm. But I am hopeful... And a second quote, this is a law that we love and we want to do it justice with a game and story that bring both lifelong and new fans on an immersive and outstanding journey that will stay with them for years. And that one kind of takes a little bit of hope back from me. Yeah, if they're, if they're mentioning new fans... That's, that, that's kind of what... Like, I'm, sick of the, I'm sick of these films coming in for the bloody talk on this podcast, bro. <laughs> but, yeah, I just worry... Like, obviously, I... I say obviously, it's not obvious. I read a lot of the old, what's now considered legends in Star Wars. So when Disney bought like uh, Lucasfilm, mm. Star Wars and everything, um, they took a load of books and comics and things that had been written and previously were canon mm. and just slashed them. They were no longer canon, called it legends. Like I knew all the details of Han Solo's backstory and then they cut all that out because they were releasing Solo, which in my opinion is a much worse backstory. I told you, I I think I made it about 40 minutes into Solo, and I was just... He was just a whiny little bitch. He yeah. wasn't Han Solo, was he, in the slightest? He was really putting up a front trying to be Han Solo. Yeah, and he just... I don't like the idea that Han Solo's only Han Solo because he's living a lie. Yeah, I mean, Han Solo's, like, cocksure, and yeah. Solo, he just he just wasn't, you know... I wasn't happy with yeah, it. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Um, but so looking at all that... I am really hoping that we get like a nice immersive story-based open-world Star Wars game. Yeah. It would be nice to have a little bit of multiplayer, like if you could play it co-op, because that's something that's criminally missed from so many video games nowadays. Yeah, we want we want co-op. We sort of obviously in the pit when, when like the PS2 that sort of generation of yeah. consoles, right? We had we had loads of stuff that was co-op. So every single game was co-op. And then obviously the internet and online gaming became much much bigger and then it was all like set from home and then just do battles and stuff but it's but like even on like uh, PS3 all the Treyarch Call of Duties were always co-op you could always play the campaign co-op yeah, yeah you could uh, and it's, it's a lot of fun like even if it's online co-op whatever yeah you, you want to do a story you want to do missions don't you instead of just going around and killing each other yeah exactly but I just want to roll back a bit I mm. think uh, first person uh, Ubisoft version of this new open world Star Wars game sort of maybe maybe following like uh, a Mandalorian or something first mm. person in that I think yeah that probably would be fantastic I think that would be sick um, set on the planet with the, that's this, this city I don't know Coruscant Coruscant yeah there you go that'd be pretty cool I mean there's a few cities like that could go for Taris which is uh, the first planet that you visit when you play Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic I've not I've not played it well you've seen that they have announced that there's going to be a new one I have, I have seen it. I'm, I'm tempted. I'm right. I'm really tempted to buy Knights of the Old Republic because now they brought it out. I have Knights of the Old Republic one and two. You don't need to buy it. All right. Well, my <laughs> temptation's gone. But fifteen pound for an app, a game that's however many years. I the second one. The second one came out in two thousand and four. I can't remember when the first one came so, out. But do you know what? It'll be nice to have a new flux of Star Wars games, won't it? Yeah, it really will be. And it's the fact that all of these new Star Wars games. Are now going to be um, released under the banner of uh, is it Lucasfilm Games or Lucas? Ga- I can't remember. It's it's under the new banner that Disney have basically created um, that Lucasfilm used to have anyway. <laughs> I'm Fa- pretty sure I've seen this before, Freddie. Yeah, Lucasfilm Games is is what it's called. Yeah, uh, and they used to have that, mm. and then it got scrapped when Disney bought Lucasfilm, and now Lucasfilm's back, <laughs> and Lucasfilm Games is back. Um, but I'm excited to see what kind of different like worlds it explores and i think they i don't think this is going to be a multiplayer game i think it might have multiplayer aspects but uh, ea really tired everyone out with all the multiplayer games with battlefront 1 and 2 and they didn't i mean they were popular enough to be for players but they weren't like amazing games it was the fact that they wanted like hey you spent 50 pound on this game give us more money yeah well the microtransactions is an entirely separate conversation i think but i mean they were decent games but just they didn't have that like wow factor they didn't have that little bit that keeps bringing you back like call of duty does yeah yeah. well they're essentially they're the like futuristic version of a battlefield yeah exactly that's exactly it's it's not yeah they are just they're just missing something to make it a bit shit yeah uh but 
with um, the fact that Massive Entertainment's last uh, two games were essentially like light RPGs because mm. you had lots of different bits of gear you could pick up. You had different classes, different gadgets, skill trees. It was a, a condensed RPG. It was missing a lot of the features. But if they go that kind of route, I can see it working really, really well as a Star Wars shooter. Okay. Or maybe, um, like, this is probably going to be a no again. Have you ever played Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Academy? I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, it's great. But you can use blasters of varying kinds, blaster pistols, stun blasters, weird Wookiee bowcasters. What's a Wookiee bowcaster? A Wookiee. A Wookiee bowcaster. Or bowcaster. I've always said bowcaster. Wookie, Wookiee bowcaster you know, sounds you know, uh, like Chewbacca's crossbow. a Star Wars tribute band. You know Chewbacca's crossbow? Yeah. That's a bowcaster. Now thinking about it, Freddie, does Bowcaster? Bowcaster doesn't sound, sound a right. bit sound a bit wrong. <laughs> Maybe. Um, okay, so Bowcaster, um, but you can use all that, and you get vibro swords and uh, lightsabers. A vibro sword. Oh, Jesus. Are you home alone? <laughs> Buy vibro sword. That is definitely a Star Wars sex toy. I bet it, it exists. Definitely is, doesn't it? Um, but if they did something like that, where maybe you're like a force sensitive. She has like minimal force powers, but it's mostly like a shooter or first-person combat kind of thing. I can see that being really good. Um, another good thing about this is, based on the Division One and Two, Massive Entertainment's like world building is really, really good. And what do you mean by world building? That was a very good question, Callum. Thank you for asking. Wow. <laughs> um, so, okay, sorry. Their world, their world building is really good. Um, no, really, what's world building? I, I don't know what that is. Right, okay. So it, everything that isn't the enemies and you and loot and stuff, it's not the story, it's literally the surroundings, the world, the game world. Oh, so you just mean they have good maps? Basically, yeah. But it's not like it makes sense for fighting in like a good map in Call of Duty is like balanced and like has decent like lanes and stuff. Okay. A good map in like a game like this means that it helps progress a story right, and it okay. fits a setting. And uh, especially, I played most of the, I played all of the Division 1. I played a bit of the Division 2. So I'll speak about Division 1. It's set in New York, which is like a, a very tired location in terms of video games. But um, it's set after a global pandemic spreads on Black Friday and goes haywire and kills a lot of people. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. We did this to get away from this we bullshit. Did. We did. And so New York's basically been a quarantine zone, lawless, for mm. a long time, for like a few months. But everywhere you go, the world around you helps sell that story and help and and help tell that story for you. So, like, it's not just the little details of like bin bags down alleyways and like trash piling up and you know rats running around. It's like the little notes that you find that are like messages from family to one another trying to find each other and things like that. And it really just makes you feel immersed in the world. Okay. And if they can do that with Star Wars. So it's what, gonna be amazing. So what I'd make an amazing Star Wars game is little messages, little love letters from Yoda. You know, I was going more, more for the whole vibe that they say, but no, yeah, yeah, love, Yoda, love letters from Yoda, Yoda, Yoda slash Grogu messages that would make me happy. Yeah, I, I can. I, I like the little, the little side sort of, the the little hidden items, maybe small Jedi temple or something like that. Yeah, it's the it's the stuff that makes. Ta- suddenly makes the story that you're playing through feel grounded in the universe that you already know. Yeah, maybe like tell a few stories in it. Like I, I love, I'm, I'm a sucker for a flashback <laughs> mission. I love it. I love it so much. I'm like, oh wow, who am I playing as now? What's the relevance to this? Oh, okay. Unless you know, it's one of those like flashback missions where you, you just have to missions where you just have to walk in general. Like just just make it a cutscene. I don't I don't fucking oh, care. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm not a fan of them. Um... But yeah, so we know that Massive Entertainment are good at making like a world like that. The negative point of that is that was just one destination. And if we played a Star Wars game in one place for the whole game, I would be disappointed. I think maybe if you had like smaller mini-maps that you could travel but to. But you want to planet hop a bit, don't you? You don't just want to be stuck on Tatooine. You want to be on Tatooine. You want to be on Hoth. And you want to be in a big space station. You want to be on Coruscant. You want all the variants. But when when it comes to uh, world building and all that mm. lot, so uh, oh God, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Cyberpunk has a really good map. Like, it does. It's a really good map. You know, you've got a bit of city, you've got a bit of desert and whatever. Yeah. Uh, you've got like that underwater city thing. You know, there's a lot going on there. 
And I think as long as they have something like that with large open spaces and large cities, it'll be fine. And as long as they get to like race around on like a speed bike, or... yeah. Well, I mean, you want you want the variance, don't you? Because obviously, Star Wars takes place on across a, the myriad of locations. You've got the desert, you've got like the icy tundra, you've got the big city, you've got the that snowy huge planet, red that... Hoth. No, no, lightsaber the, crystal. The one planet. from the new shitty film where it turns red. Oh, oh! I know the name of that planet, and it's it's salt. It's like red salt on the surface. I don't care. It's fucking dumb. yeah. I can't remember the name, but I, I thought you were talking about Ilum, where they get the kyber crystals, which is also a snowy planet. I don't pay that much attention. No, no, it's not been in any of the films, so I don't know why you'd know. Um, but yeah, I'm really hoping we get to Planet Hop and see all these different locations, like Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, but that was wank. I, I enjoy that game I know, so much. I know, Cameron. I know. It's like I love I'll it save so it for much. an unpopular opinion. Yes, segment. please do. But no, do you know what? Right, actually, I'll give you that one. Maybe like a little bit of an open world. Just don't. If I kill a villain and then need to like save my game, I don't want him to be back. Like <laughs> they're fucking dead. Like, uh, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. But yeah, so I am. I'm convinced it's going to be RPG esque. That's my thinking. Um, especially with the recent Assassin's Creeds that Ubisoft have put out as well, which have also had heavy RPG elements with the gear swapping and stuff. Um, yeah, I'd, so I'd, I'd like to see multiple planets. I'd like to see some RPG elements. I wouldn't like to see heavily emphasised multiplayer. I don't want like the JRPG trope with like damage numbers flying off people when you hit them. Oh and stuff. no, fuck that. Yeah, I don't want that kind of thing. But an immersive world or immersive like galaxy set across multiple locations playing in this big open world with interesting characters that's ideal that's okay. really really what i'm hoping for and love letters you said and love letters yeah love from, letters. from yoda to yaddle <laughs> um yeah okay i think that's about everything to say um i have a oh this is a whole other segment i have a, a small small very small inkling that maybe they're basically remaking star wars 1313 which was a cancelled star wars game cancelled about 10 years ago it was going to follow a bounty hunter uh and coruscant and 1313 is the level on coruscant down in the city that they were um that could That's be a fun shit name yeah uh, kind of a bit a bit of a pants name but it looked like a really good game yeah i know but do you... oh wait no i, I think I've, i think i saw some like i think i made you watch yeah. the trailer yeah and it looks really good it, it does but star wars thirteen thirteen is a wank name for it a is. game but i'm hoping maybe something like that i'm i'm honestly kind of hoping we're not going to be a jedi in it because i think we're always jedi i know but do you know what i but if i want to be like a bloody soldier i'll play call of duty i want I want a lightsaber don't, i want to be, don't be a mandalorian up. no i don't because if i want a jetpack and to shoot shit, I'd probably just play Battlefront 2 or Battlefront or whatever. I want a lightsaber. <laughs> I want to be chopping shit up. Maybe, do you know what? Maybe make a game where you're a Sith. That'd be cool. You know what would be the great middle morality system? And uh, you really need to play Knights of the Old Republic. It has all of those things. Um, what would be a good middle ground is if you got to choose if you were going to be a, a lightsabery person or a blaster person or whatever. That would be interesting. That would be cool. It is possible that they're going to tie this game into the newly released comic and book line, uh, Star Wars High Republic, which is releasing, I believe, ten different books and comics. Is that the one that has young Yoda in it? Uh, I don't know, maybe. Right, I, haven't, I haven't actually read any or looked at any of it yet. I need to properly figure out where I want to start with them. I'd normally start a book at the beginning. But if they were going to... That set, like really really far in the past you're a dick by the way <laughs> far in the past all things considered considering star wars takes place a long time ago anyway um in a galaxy far away i believe that one far far oh, away. far far away there you go um yeah they might go to the high republic uh which could be interesting thousands a few thousand years ago when uh like the sith empire was like actually its own empire and the republic was its own thing and they were at war sometimes and shit like that was cool they could do that that would be interesting pick a side you know, fight as a soldier or whatever. That could be really, really fun. I'm just, I'm cautiously optimistic about it. I'm hoping it's going to be all of these good things and I'm just really fingers crossed that it's not going to be any of the bad ones. Even if they just avoid all these bad points I've mentioned, it will still be a decent Star Wars game. The only thing I don't want from it, because Ubisoft making it, if you make me climb a bastard tower and look around to open new bits of the map, oh, I'm going to be fucking furious. You're going to love Far Cry 3. Oh, no, see, uh, yeah, no, I hate that. I hated that with 4. Like, do you know what? 
I, I bloody love going around and taking out bases. I could do that shit all day long. Mm. Do that. Make me go and take out a base, get some intel from it, and that opens them up. Yeah. Don't make me climb a fucking tower. Yeah, there's a map on a desk. everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or download some fucking blueprints or shit. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I know what you mean. But anyway, I think I've rambled on quite long enough. It's been uh, 20 minutes of me talking about Star Wars. That's more than enough for most people. I generally don't get through five minutes. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. So that's been me. That's been the... As yet unnamed, Ubisoft, Massive Entertainment, Star Wars Open World Game. And a quick break, and then we'll move on to Callum's segment, talking about something else. Yeah. So today, I want to jump the gun a little bit, and I want to talk about the HBO series that's been announced today, uh, that's going to be joining the Harry Potter Wizarding World. Oh, Okay. So we actually know nothing about this so far. Absolutely zilch. We we just know it was announced today. Now, I think it's quite funny that it's been announced. Obviously, J.K. Rowling was in um, the news last year. She had a few controversial opinions, to say say the least. I I love a logic, you know. Oh, yeah, I'm doing so well. Let's fuck it up. Well, for me, it's it's the... In a world where a man can turn into a dog... Not a woman. <laughs> Jesus. You know, it's, it's that you, you've made you've made a killing off absolute nonsense. Not nonsense. You know, we all love the Harry Potter series. But it's fantasy where anything goes, and you can be what you want and do what you like. And dead, dead. She's dead. literally made a world based on that, and then gone fucking hang on a minute. But so the HBO Harry Potter series, I'm really excited for. Honestly, so I want to talk about what you want from it. I want to talk about what I want from it. Now, I don't want it set in Hogwarts. I I wouldn't mind it being set in Hogwarts as long as it wasn't all set in Hogwarts. If we followed a character, maybe through a few like a few episodes of them being at school and then going on to something else, like like them being at Hogwarts was their superhero origin story. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so like we see a little bit of it somewhere along Yeah, kind of like maybe like a like a two episode extended slow motion montage of them going through school. So we know what kind of person they are, kind of their background, and that gives us context for the rest of a season. If I don't see the, uh, you know, why don't you slither in joke, at some point during this series I'm going to be upset. I mean, it's HBO, which leads me to believe it's going to be not like... A kids show? It's not going to be family friendly, you know. If we, you know, from what we've seen of like Watchmen, Westworld, Game of Thrones, that's true. But maybe because like we're adults, we haven't seen the kid friendly HBO series. I don't know if they have any. Because I don't fucking know. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, we want boobs and blood. That's what we wish for. Or blasters and booze. Or blasters and booze. That's good too. Well, with this series, I'd. I'd... I've got a few ideas. I'd want them to either follow, you know, the the founders of Hogwarts. That'd be pretty cool. You know, see them setting up the school. Uh, I don't know. I'd like to for them to explore something new. Tell a different story. Because we kind of know about the founders. We yeah, know... but we don't know enough, do we? We don't We don't know. Like, like, no, right. We know enough. But to see, like... So what could be interesting is we know that in the founders' history... Um, Slytherin and Gryffindor were like Bessie mates and Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff were like Bessie mates and then uh, Slytherin betrayed them and there was fighting in Hogwarts like friend on friend like it was it was like like that mm, friend on friend oh come mm. um, sorry excuse that um, but that would be a really cool story to tell if yeah. it was like um, then why'd you disagree <laughs> because because you know you'd love it no I would like that but it just I don't know it feels like this is going to sound weird. It feels like an unnecessary story to tell. I, I get what you mean. I, I completely do. Um, for me, that for me, I I don't want to see it set in Hogwarts. Like like we said, like well, like like we said last week. I don't want to watch another American show about high school kids. I don't. I'm 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 fucking everything set in high school. I either want it to be about the founders and them setting up the school, or I want it to be about auras because that'd be real cool i'm i'm worried that they might bring try and bring back the old cast and be like oh it's harry hermione and ron but you know like 10 years later and i'm like i don't no i I, I don't want that i'd want that in fairness i'd want that as a 
book, but I refuse to buy anything that J.K. Rowling writes. So, but that's that. If I was going to have that, I would want it as a book. See, I, I think I would want to see a world that has been affected by what Harry's done and the rest of them. And I, I want to see maybe the next big bad because obviously we've seen Grindelwald in. The Fantastic Beast series. Yeah, if we're ever going to get a third one, and <laughs> we see how that rounds up, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't. So, there are a million things that they could do with it. Maybe, maybe see the other schools. Maybe see Durmstrang. Ooh, that's interesting. Durmstrang and Bubaton. But then it's that whole still set in high school and like. Yeah, I mean that's literally the only aspect of the Wizarding World that we've like really, really had a proper good look at. I mean, we've seen obviously Fantastic Beasts, but I don't know. It's not about the Wizarding World. It's about uh, Newt Scamander. But I like that. I I honestly I, enjoyed those films. Do you know I I didn't watch the first Fantastic Beasts film for quite a while because I was like, nope, it's, it's taking it away. It's just a money grab. And then I watched it and I was like, fuck. Oh, I like this far more <laughs> than I wanted to, you know? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. The relationship that he has with his uh, little mate that he makes in America. Uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. The Muggle Dude. Yeah, the Muggle Dude. I like that sort of diversity in the Wizarding World. Maybe yeah. maybe if we were to even see. Like, we weren't seeing Wizards, but we were seeing, like, all the other magical shit that's going on. Mm. Ooh. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like a, what, like a Harry Potter series? Like a... a series set in the Harry Potter magical universe that followed, like, goblins? It could follow goblins. It could follow, you know... It's HBO, so they're not scared to get a bit dark. We could see, like, a... (gasps) Percy Weasley. Um, It's not Percy. What's his name? The one that's a werewolf. Uh, Bill Weasley? Bill Weasley. He's not a proper werewolf. No. But see, see something like that of this wizard that's, like, you know, trying to do good shit, but once a month, he gets a little bit angry. What if... They do um, a Marauders series. Ooh, I know that would be pretty fucking good. I'd love to see that, and it'd bring up the whole every single person that they ever cast as Lily in the films didn't have green oh, Jesus eyes. Fucking Christ! <laughs> you had your mother's eyes. Which ones? Um, <laughs> which mother? And from what timeline and universe? Thank you. I would like to make sure I'd stick to the continuity. In fairness, I would love to see like Snape be the good guy in that sort of sense. Oh, Snape's an asshole. Everyone's like, oh, but he was good, really. No, he no, wasn't. He, he, he wasn't. Was an he was a, a slimy twat. But just because he did a good thing, he didn't do him for the right reasons. It's like the opposite of cool motive, still murder. It's Harry, cool motive. I, like... I saved your life because. I kind of wanted to burn your mother and you saw her ghost like 10 minutes ago so I know that she's out there waiting. You know. I mean, technically he sees her ghost after Yes, I don't... Right. You know my point. (laughs) Anyway, I think it'd be cool to see like, obviously see James Potter be a twat and then see James hate Lily and Lily hate James and Snape be the... Do you know the problem with that though? What? It's another American series set in a high school. Ah, oh, I know, but... <laughs> it is. Fuck. But you want it. I kind of do. Yeah, but I but was thinking maybe Marauders in the first war against Voldemort. Do you know what? Right, yeah. That's pretty cool. Or, just a series, The Order of the Phoenix. Ooh. Ooh yeah, so you could have... Chinese fireball. Ooh. <laughs> right, yeah, you could. But, so, seeing Snape and that, we don't, we don't actually know at what point... Uh, James and Lily get together, do we? Because uh, it's not in school, no, is we, it? It, it? Is it? Is. It is. Oh, is it's it? in their seventh year, I think. James, uh, Lily started dating James uh, because James kind of cooled off being such a monumental dickhead. Well, because he was an ass. Yeah. Well, see, with with bringing it up, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't want another high school series. Maybe a first order of the Phoenix. It's like see the Longbottoms get like tortured oh, and that, yeah, like yeah. that. That's a series that you want. I mean, when you say it like that, it makes me seem like a psychopath, but that is a series that I want. You do want it, don't you? <laughs> and because there's so much that they can add to it, there's so much that can happen, and then it could just have that beautiful ending of James and Lily getting murdered by Voldemort. Oh, yeah, so so much beauty. It is, no, but like, you know, for, no, for like storytelling. Yeah, and they could set up that whole like, oh, we know what's going to happen, we know who betrays who, but it just sets us up to experience that tragedy like first hand yeah you know what 
You know what I mean? They'd have to they'd have to make the characters look somewhat like from. Well, Lost let's be fair. We barely really see James and Lily. Yeah, I suppose, but it would it would be great to tie it in, but have a separate. And do you know what? Just give us like two series of like the Order of the Phoenix. Create a, a Harry Potter universe. I'm all for it. The HPCU. HPCU. That sounds like a shitty computer shop, doesn't it? Oh, my laptop's not going to take it out to HPCU. HP Computer Universe. Yeah. <laughs> no, but so if we had like many, like I'm all about creating universes. I love it. I think it's fantastic. You know, mixing and matching characters. It's so much sweeter to tell a story over maybe just two series and bring in different characters later on than kill something over five or six series. Yeah, have it be a nice, concise, planned out story arc. Rather than a, well, I guess we're just going to keep going and do something else. Yeah, like, because that, that's what a lot of series, like, die of. They start off fantastic. Mm. And then, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, we've been renewed again, we've been renewed again. And then by the end of it, you're like, half of the characters I know and love are gone. Fucking. Yeah, you're so far removed from the original, like, plot. Like, yeah, I've, I, and you end up hating it. So. Two or three series, but create a universe, I think, is a fantastic way to go about it. Yeah. I'm absolutely with you on that. I think that's a, I think that's a really good idea. But, if they weren't going to go with any kind of story or characters that we've seen before, what would you rather see? The past or the future? Ooh. I'd like... Uh, do you know what? I think it'd be cool to see... Because, uh, obviously, in the, in the books... The Harry Potter books set in like the eighties, aren't they, or the early nineties? Yeah, nineties. Um, like maybe, maybe like a Harry Potter in like a modern day society, like uh, mixed in with the Muggle world. Oh, so like a like an alternate universe Harry Potter? No, no, no. Sorry, uh, you've misconstrued. Uh, so, see wizards going about and trying to operate as they do, like catching evil wizards on the streets and stuff and having to obliviate oh, but, people. But now and... where everyone's got a video camera in their pocket. And... Yeah, there's a lot more. Like, you can erase someone's memory, but they just uploaded a video to YouTube and wizards don't know shit about the internet. Yeah, like, we could see a lot more of, like, a legal side of it. Call it, like, law and aura. That's fucking amazing. That is a fucking fantastic idea. I'm so <laughs> into law and aura. That makes me very happy. Yeah, 100%. So... Yeah, that could be interesting. That really could be. I I think, because it's such early days, that they are going to go with established characters, and I think we're very likely to either get uh, Harry Potter and Friends later years, Marauders, or we're going to go back to like a young Dumbledore, hopefully, played by Jude Law, because Jude Law is amazing, and I loved him as young Dumbledore in Fantastic Beasts. So, yeah, I mean, he was very far off from what we've seen like, in flashbacks. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I really did too. Um, or it'll be a, like an established character in the universe, but one that we haven't seen much of. Like, and it won't be this, but like you know, like Ollivander, or um, oh, Nicholas Flamel, who we see again also in Fantastic Beasts two, uh, or something like that. Like a character we've heard about and know a little bit about, and it'd be like, oh look, this is a character that still exists and have adventures, which is how Fantastic Beasts came about because we knew that. Newt Scamander was the author of that book and mm. then J.K. Rowling released for uh, Comic Relief was it or uh, oh I can't remember but she released Quidditch Through the Ages Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them and Hogwarts A History as mini little books oh and she and uh, Tales of Beedle the Bard yeah, yeah that was that was a separate thing oh was it that was separate from that a, few, okay. a, a good number of years later but yeah um, so it might be that that's you've just brought that up Tales of Beetle the Bard what if we got a Three Brothers series the uh, the Deathly Hallows yeah I mean that could be some real like horror Harry Potter yeah. shit like, I, mean, I like that the the first brother with the uh, Elder Wand just gets straight up fucking murdered like immediately I'd like more of a show based on Dumbledore Dumbledores and Dumbledotes like a show of Dumbledores learnings and explorations throughout the Harry Potter universe. That could be quite fun. I actually really might enjoy that. Yeah, the, the, yeah, do you know what? I mean, it's young years, like, learning the whole uses of, like, dragon's blood and stuff like that. That'd be pretty cool. Like, see, like, this novice, not this whole, 
you know. Oh, well, he was supposedly a prodigy even as a youth, wasn't he? But I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, what him see? <sighs> give give him, like, Dumbledore in the Harry Potter films is always just, and even in Fantastic Beasts, was just kind of this established, well-respected, extremely powerful wizard. Let's see him become that. Do you know what would be really cool? Mm. A Voldemort series where we see him going, splitting his soul into the Horcruxes and stuff. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think, again, I think they wouldn't do that because it's been explored enough in the films. It has, but if you were... At the end of the day, if you you want something that's going to be close to what we've already had and you want to go into it, do stuff like that. Like... Make 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 Voldemort show his story and make us feel sorry for him. Because that always fucking works. We always fall for it. I mean, that's true. Even though we know the outcome, we might... Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. I, I want to know at what point he loses his nose. I don't know where that happens. Yeah, I kind of want to see what he looked like before he tried to kill Harry. Yeah, see, I... I my issue with that is, honestly, like... He's, he's done all this stuff to live forever, yet he looks like... You know, what came first what's, when they tried to clone do you know Dr. What's Evil? Uh, he dies in like his 50s. So he doesn't even make it to like the average life expectancy of a muggle. It's bloody. Like he would have done better for himself if he'd just done fuck all. <laughs> like it's fucking baffling. Um, that, that feels like the end of a segment. That is the end of this segment. End of a segment. Excellent. Up next Greedo shot first. Greedo shot first. We've got a couple of unpopular opinions we're going to cover today. Hmm. The first one applies to basically any uh, first-person shooter, or third-person shooter, I suppose, online, multiplayer, PvP game that you've ever played. And I actually believe this one. I didn't come forth with it. We found it online. But I actually believe this one. Camping is a legitimate strategy. Camping is for arseholes. I am not disagreeing. (laughs) Uh, right. <laughs> if you guys could see the look I'm getting from Cal, uh, it's just I don't see the point in playing the game. I really don't. If you're just gonna sit there and just point and click, where you can't really. Okay, you're playing team deathmatch on Call of Duty. Mm. What is the purpose of team deathmatch? I get it. Is to get the most. Yeah, kills. and if I can sit myself nice and still, lovely safe spot with my deadly sniper rifle pointed. And maybe once every 30 seconds, I'll get a kill. In a 15-minute game, I get 30 kills. Hmm. And most people in a game that I would play, any regular lobby, probably get between 15 and 20 kills. Yeah, but it's just... I are all I... a bunch of cockheads. I... But that's when everybody says, Oh, fucking camping bastard, when you're the one who just gets shot by a camping sniper. Yeah, because if you're the one so doing the, If you're the one doing the shooting, you kill someone, then you go... <laughs> and then you wait 30 seconds and you do it again I know and I completely get it but it's just the whole it... okay. it's just boring in... like come on move like in you you run at me and I'll run at you and we'll see who does it best it's that in real life mm. camping is absolutely how actual snipers do their job they will sit still for days yeah, but they also don't use remote control cars with bombs strapped to them, do they? You don't know that. I don't know that. I hope they do. That would be really fun if they It'd did. It'd be a really good fucking sequel which, to Toy which Story. Which COD was it where you could throw the remote control aeroplane that also had explosives on it? Was that Modern Warfare? It might have been Modern Warfare. I think it was Modern Warfare. That would also be cool. But the thing is, there's a lot of ways to... That, that illustrates a point, because there's a lot of ways to deal with campers. If you're like, oh, I watched the kill camp, I know where you are... I will launch a grenade over at you. Oh look, you're dead. Now I can run down there. Ah, see as well though. I'm, I'm, I only. You know this. I only play hardcore. Oh, that's on true. Call of Duty. That's true. So I don't get a kill cam. So I think that's why it annoys me more because I don't know where the. And fuck because you, you are. die so much quicker. Like if someone hits you with a sniper anywhere on your body when you're playing Call of Duty yeah. hardcore, you're dead. Yeah. There's no like you don't get a hit marker from a sniper. You're just gone. Yeah. I play core mostly. Uh, back in back in the day, I used to play hardcore headquarters on COD Four Modern Warfare, and uh, then on again on Modern Warfare Two. That that was my game mode. Uh, but after those, it stopped. I don't know. Stopped interesting me so much. Uh, 
But maybe that's why I'm more on board with camping because in the hardcore objective games, like mm. Hardcore Headquarters, camping's literally built into it. You have to camp on an objective and defend it. Yeah, no, I, I do completely see that side of it. I am looking at it from a view of someone that plays hardcore because there isn't that whole, ah, yeah, right, well, I know where you are, it's just a case but of... But you only ever play hardcore team deathmatch. That's the qualifier. Because if you played a hardcore objective game, I know you play Dom sometimes, but that's slightly I, different. I just want to point out that if it's up to me, I play Domination and Kill Confirmed and the rest of it. It's my friends that will all go, oh, I'm only playing Team Deathmatch. I used to exclusively play hardcore headquarters. That was all that I played every single time I ever played COD. So I knew all the dirty, weird little camping spots, the head glitching spots, the like half clipping through a wall so you could shoot someone who couldn't shoot back at you spots. I knew all of them because that's how you won games of headquarters is well, by getting the best spot. I think I, I mainly, like as you've seen when, when we play, I only play like smaller maps because mm. I want to run around and just fucking, it's, it's whoever shoots first. It's a duel in, in yeah, a sense. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't want to, I don't want to have to fucking keep going around the corner and be like, he's gonna fucking, he's gonna, he's gonna, I fuck, he fucking had me again, that bastard. Yeah, and so then he gets you two or three times. times. So he gets you two or three times, and then you're like, oh, maybe. But you still don't know where the fuck he's coming from. <laughs> you and may, it's may, irritating. Maybe you should go about it in a different way. You should think, okay, where was I? I got shot from that direction. Because the camera, still on no. hardcore, does turn. So you can be like, okay, they were from that direction, and they shot me. So they're probably in one of these number of places. And sometimes, on that little camera turn, you can see a, sna- a scope glint. You can, right, admittedly. But logic doesn't come into it because you get shot and you you think, oh, right, I'm going to go and fucking have him. And then he gets you again. But see, I'm different to you. I don't rage when I die in Call of Duty, generally. Ah, I'd like... Mm. Do you know what, right? I what? do rage and I don't. You do. If I've got if I've got my uh, headphones on and someone's going, Oy! I'm like, you fucking ba- I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> Breathe. But now now I've learned to just mute everybody, have Spotify on whilst I'm playing, and everything's everything. You're just making it fun for the dandy. strangers who kill you. I know, I know, I'm weak. I'm I fall to it. But But it's my favourite thing when you're doing well in Call of Duty and I'm sat watching TV, you're playing COD next to me on your TV, headphones on. And I just hear you go, <laughs> and then two seconds later, it was, <laughs> and I was like, "What's going on, Callum?" He's like, "The Scottish guy's swearing at me because I keep shooting him." Oh, he did it again. <laughs> yeah, because um, I, because that is that thing. But that's exactly what you'd be doing if you were a camping sniper. And and about a week ago, I saw you being a camping sniper playing Call of Duty. I saw you on that map on Black Ops, the Black Ops with the buses. You were just leaning around the edge of one of the buses, watching down. Oh yeah, because right. The oh only... yeah, 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 yeah. Go on. But then that's domination. That's and that's Nuketown. You know me. I, I no, know... no, no, no. It wasn't on Nuketown. It was on the new map that came with the Black Ops, where there's like that little side road. Oh yeah, that wanky fucking. Uh, that... The new Black Ops is shite. Different, different. Uh, that that feels shot like first. an entirely separate of popular opinion. Um. No, yeah, but that that was yeah again. That was domination. That was trying to defend and that fucking map is awful you can't get i played that map oh no i'm not I, a fan. I didn't mind it. i'm not a fan i really want to play call of duty now we'll have to play after this <laughs> we will have to play but we, but first we have a second unpopular opinion today we do what is it Callum? so the other unpopular opinion and i use quotation marks as i say that is uh that video games shouldn't be played on high difficulty now I'm completely against this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I'm oh, I'm for this to a point. To a point. But you brought the opinion. Go. Give us your side, Callum. No, me, right? If I buy a video game, I'm playing that on the hardest difficulty it has. I want my money's worth from that game. I'm not doing it for enjoyment. I'm doing it because I'm a, you know, I'm a tight bastard. I want my money's worth. You're like a couponing Karen who's really disappointed because the uh, cashier won't use their expired coupons and you really just want to get your money's worth out of it. Yeah, kind of. I, w- I mean, I want it to challenge me. I, like, I do want it to have fun. I mean, like, so like Star Wars uh, Fallen Order. Yeah. That was just fucking ridiculous. Like, the highest difficulty the, on that yeah, the reason was that just sh- undoable. Yeah, the reason that you didn't like it, Gollum, is because the second highest difficulty, you said, piss easy. You could, yeah. just, you could just walk it. And then the highest difficulty... 
you just were, they wiped the floor with you. Yeah, there was there was no happy medium. Like I wasn't like challenged. It was either too easy or just too hard. There okay. was no. But with most other games, I found like like the first time I played Spider Man, mm. played that on the highest difficulty. First, as you get into yeah, it, it's, I, a, it's a little hard. I'm currently the playthrough I was currently well most recently on before I played Miles Morales like a month ago. Um, I was halfway through a playthrough on the second highest difficulty because I'm very different to you. So you get a game and you play it on pretty much the hardest difficulty you possibly can, and if that's actually too hard, you'll maybe knock it down one. Yeah. But I feel like it's a point of pride for you that you just. Is that just a computer game? If it beats me, I'm going to be fucking pissed off. <laughs> and then, but I always start most of the time. If it's a game I'm like, okay, so if I was playing Call of Duty, a new Call of Duty. I'll probably start it on normal just to see where it's at and then probably after the first mission I'll be like, nah. Ooh, ooh. That was a good bird. I cannot go that's, that, that's gross. Uh, sorry about that. Um, but then after the first mission I will, uh, I'll put it up to hard and then I'll probably play the rest of the campaign on hard unless that seemed like too easy. I don't want to just walk it. I want to have to work for what I get but I don't want to pull my hair out over it. No, I want to. I want to pull my hair out. I want to. I want to fight that boss a hundred <laughs> fucking times, and then when I eventually beat him, I want to be screaming at my TV like every football fan ever at how that bastard lost. I want. I want to feel like the man when I've beaten him. Okay. Okay. Well, then I have a question for you, Callum. Yeah. Why was the hardest difficulty on Jedi Fallen Order too hard for you? Because it was just fucking dumb. And because it you've even... said that that's what you want. You want to be pulling your hair out over it so that when you beat that boss, you have the ultimate satisfaction. Yeah. That's what you said. I completely, right, yeah. And I completely agree. Uh, that is what I said. But the thing with Star Wars is that I'd be I'd be running about fucking there'd be like three stormtroopers and you normally be like, hell yeah, piece of piss. Even on the highest difficulty... But if they shot you at the same time, you can only block one of them. No, you can't. You fucking... Nope. Nope. You can only reflect one back, but you can block all of them. Actually, if you've got your double-ended lightsaber, then you can reflect all of them. Ah, but it's just... It was just bollocks. I remember there was... Uh, um... Callum, if I can play through, uh, pick a, an amount of time. Like 30 minutes, an hour. How long? I don't know, 30 minutes. 30 minutes of Star Wars, the first uh, like proper planet that you go to, so Zepho, because you go to like the little home world, the little whatever. Once I get to Zepho, where the stormtroopers and shit, if I can go, thir- what do you say, 30 minutes, an hour? 30 minutes. If I can go 30 minutes without dying on the hardest difficulty, will you agree to play it again? Yeah. Oh. I'll do it. On the hardest difficulty? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do that. Okay. And I reckon but I can I want to point out, you, you've played this game like eight times now. Yeah, and every time I go up a difficulty. I'm currently on one below the hardest difficulty, so I reckon I can fucking do it. <sighs> yeah, I know, but it's... No, do you know what? Yeah, if you can do 30 minutes, you can't die once. Once I get to Zepho, yeah? Because yeah, you, start, you, to, you, start like this, yeah, yeah, yeah. you start on this other planet, and then you go to Bagano, and then you go to Zepho. So Bag- like Bagano is like the training planet where you get your force wall like, run or whatever. Where I got up to, where uh, I got up to the Wookiee homeworld. Yeah, so that's the second planet that you're supposed to go to. Yeah, so I, I got there. I, I did the first bit. Mate, it took mate me I'll fucking f- do this tonight. I mean, please don't. I'm sick of watching you play Star Wars. <laughs> I've not played it in so long. We've lived in this flat three months. I played it through twice, yeah. <laughs> right, so it's not been that long. Yeah, but I played it through <laughs> twice in the first month and I've not played it since. I feel well, like you guys are getting an insight into our like home life. It's like you're watching us have a uh, domestic. Yeah, uh, we also do a follow-up, uh, uh, baking and bread. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that focuses on it more. Um, baking isn't what you think. No, not at all. Uh, Freddie, can I interest you in a top-up? Oh, you can. One second, I've got down this. Finishing Greedo shot first. But so, I want a game that I, I can struggle with. I, I, I want that struggle. I want that... Yeah, you want to work. Satisfaction. You don't want to feel like it. you're being given stuff. You want to work for the accolades that you're being given. And I absolutely agree with it. You shouldn't just get handed stuff. It's kind of why, unless you're like a three-year-old, really don't agree with participation trophies. Oh, no, absolutely fucking not. Because it's like, also, I feel like it, like, <laughs> this is a very separate thing, but I feel like it, like, fosters in kids, like... Like, oh, I don't need to try, because I'm going to get a medal anyway. And it's like, you know what? Yeah, you might not be the best runner. Like, in like primary school, it's sports day, isn't it? That's the big thing. Might not be the best runner. Doesn't mean you shouldn't 
like try if you're just like oh they're gonna give me a medal anyway it doesn't matter it's like what well, you're just telling people that they don't need to put any effort in and things are just gonna be given to them yeah completely completely we've gone off track a little bit here we have you're getting very political right now but my point is play it on the hardest difficulty be challenged by it I just think you don't have to play it on the hardest difficulty first because I play games to enjoy the story and from what you've said you want a game that has lots of action but also has a good story yeah, and if you're playing the game and the story's really good, but you put it on the hardest difficulty and the action is too much and they're just killing you over and over again, you are now making yourself miss out on a game with a wonderful story. But no, but we're only talking about, and I will be big-headed for a moment, the only game that I've really fucking struggled with like that is Star Wars. Everything yeah. else. It takes me a couple of Do goals, you know what you should play? I've got it down. I've got it on my PlayStation. You should play Bloodborne. I've got it on my PlayStation. It's harder than Star Wars. Then... I played I'll it on, give it a go. I don't think it has difficulty settings, I can't remember, but if it does, I played it on normal. And it was harder than Star Wars on the difficulty I'm on now. Well, I'll give it a go. We'll, we'll try it out. We might talk about it next week. Maybe. We'll see. Mm. But I think that rounds up uh, Greedo Shot First. That definitely rounds up Greedo Shot First. Um, and, funnily enough, rounds up the episode. Yeah. We're just about finished. Before we go... I should tell you, we do have our Twitter account, which is at and underscore blasters. If you look us up on Twitter, you'll see that we have a link on a, just underneath our profile. It tells you everywhere that you can listen to the podcast. So if you're currently listening to it on YouTube, on Spotify, and you're like, oh, I wish I could get this on the Google uh, podcast store, you bloody well can. And the link is on our Twitter. Follow us, send us unpopular opinions, tell us we're fucktards who don't know anything about anything. Do whatever you want. That'd be nice. Wouldn't, wouldn't be so bad. But if you do look us up on Twitter, make sure to click follow so we know who is actually coming to try and interact with us on this because that's really, really helpful for us to know. Yeah, it really is. Uh, I've been Callum. I've been Freddie. And uh, this has been Blasters and Booze. Blasters and Booze. Blasters and Booze.